my philosophy wise with football, um, with our defensive guys is, you know, I tell them three things. It's effort, uh, energy and attitude. You know, I think that that direct, those three things directly correlate with your faith. And that's kind of what I try to get our guys to, to understand and, and not just your faith, but, you know, football, academics, the classroom, everything, you know, you have a strong foundation to be successful. And, and if you do fail, you can go back to that foundation and say, all right, you know, maybe I need to do something a little bit different. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Native Soil. This is episode 30, and it is our third interview in our series on coaching, and I'm happy to welcome to the studio Simon Quarterpassy. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. We've overcome a lot and getting here. I think it's like our fifth reschedule with uh, coronavirus <laughs> and schedules and everything else. It's been crazy. It's taken us a few times. It has, but, uh, but we made it. Yep, we have. So... Um, you look good with your Cardinals gear. Appreciate it. Got to rep the school. Got to rep the school. That's right. So you're currently the head baseball coach at St. Michael's yep, in Fairhope. And the defense coordinator in football. Defensive coordinator in football. And then also you're doing a lot of uh, – you're teaching PE, doing a lot of weightlifting, getting the kids bulked up over trying there. To, and <laughs> trying to get them bigger, stronger, faster. That's it, man. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, it's great to have you here. And um, could you just start out by telling us a little bit about yourself, kind of where you're from and your background? Yeah, so uh, I'm born and raised in Mobile. Um, both my parents were as well. Uh, I, I went to Catholic school my whole life. I went to St. Pius, and then I also went to McGill and graduated from there. Um, I have two brothers. got an older brother. He's a, currently a first-year resident at UAB. Um, and then I have a younger brother who's, who's in college at Auburn. Okay, nice. What year did you graduate McGill for all the uh, Mobilians listening? 2013. Okay, good, good, good. They can see uh, where to place you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always a big, even as a priest, people are like, so when did you graduate from uh, McGill? And I'm like, I'm from Montgomery. They're like, no, seriously, when did you graduate from McGill? <laughs> like, well, I, I'm I from Montgomery. <laughs> but um, so what sports were you involved with growing up? Yeah, so growing up, I, I played all of them. I mean, I played football, basketball, baseball. Um, once I got to McGill, I just settled on football and baseball, um, and I loved it. So, yeah. Awesome. And would you say this area, um, growing up, going to school, thinking about coaching, was this like an area that you always kind of thought like, I'm going to come back here? Um, or just talk about your connection to the area itself. Is What does this area kind of mean to you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so I was, my family was lucky enough. We had a, a family home on, on Mobile Bay. Um, so I kind of always knew I wanted to be in the Mobile, Bowen County area. Um, grew up on the water. You know, I love fishing, you know, chasing Jubilees. And so I knew ultimately I wanted to come back here. You know, I love it here. Yeah. Kind of gets into your bones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of uh, Mobilians I've met, you know, you get a little too far away from the water and people get the shakes a little bit. <laughs> yeah. you know? It's like, when am I going to go fishing next time? Yeah. You know, when am I going to see the water again? No doubt. Um, I just was talking to a student in Troy, and he was saying his favorite spot on campus, there's like a little lake. And he said, I just like to come out here just to be close to the water, <laughs> Father. <laughs> this is the closest thing I can get, you know, it just kind of calms me down. Yeah. But that's cool. It uh, becomes part of who you are. Um. Would you say you had a coach growing up that was particularly impactful to you? 
Yeah, I would definitely say uh, if I had to choose one, you know, my defense coordinator when I was a player at McGill, uh, Coach Rick Chancery. Um, he actually still teaches at McGill. He's a math teacher there. He doesn't coach anymore. Um, but he just was a he was a tough love guy. You know, it wasn't real you know friendly at times. Um, but you know, he taught me how to work hard. You know, how to do things right, and, and he ultimately taught me a ton about football. And you know, I've I've taken a lot of things from him as a player and, and carried him over as a coach over the years. So he kind of w- wouldn't let you get away with stuff. From no, let not people at all. Slack with things. <laughs> no, you weren't getting away with anything with <laughs> Coach Chancery. No way. <laughs> was there was there a moment in particular where he like called you out or um, kind of got onto you for being like quarterbacks? He like <sighs> there wasn't anything in particular. I mean, I'm sure he you know he jumped on me many times, um, but he just you know he, he you knew the expectation with him. Everything was kind of black and white. Um, you knew you couldn't get away with this. You knew you, you couldn't get away with that. I mean, just. And there was a certain vigilance he had where it's like he saw the stuff. Oh, yeah, like absolutely. He was, he was dialed in on what y'all were doing. <laughs> absolutely. And was going to catch, you know, yeah. if you're slacking on this. It event. was like he had eight eyes. I mean, <laughs> two here, two, you know, here and back of his head. He was he was everywhere. That's cool. Was there a seminal moment for you in which you kind of felt that call to coaching or, or how did that kind of crystallize in your own life as something like, yeah, you know, I want to. I want to get on to guys like that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah. So, so when I was a, a sophomore, junior in high school, um, you know, I kind of came to the realization, you know, Simon, you're not, you're not going to be playing, you know, big time college football or big time college baseball. Um, but I knew ultimately I loved athletics. And, you know, at the time, I don't think I wanted to coach for the right reasons. I wanted to coach to, to honestly win and lose you know I was 17 um and I just love sports so that was all I knew um so there wasn't any there wasn't a certain moment but I knew kind of growing up that was what I wanted to do for sure you just had a deep love yeah. for athletics being in that environment you saw some coaches that kind of you admired and kind of like man that's awesome yeah and absolutely just having that competitive streak yeah um I'm sure it's matured over the way, over the years, yeah. um, which we'll get into in a minute. But what um, what was your first coaching job uh, at Cottage Hill Christian Academy in Westmobile? Okay, so was- and then take me from there to you. You wind up. I think it's kind of neat. You were pretty much on the ground level with St. Michael's, or did you come in? I came after a in years? year. This is my third year at St. Michael. I think I came in year three of the school. I'm pretty sure it was year three of the school. Okay. Um, it was, it was year two or three. I can't remember which one. Um, so you're at Cottage Hill and then was it there and then St. Michael's? Yep. From Cottage Hill to St. Michael. Okay. Awesome. So talking to you before, um, you were saying there's kind of one defining moment kind of in your life and you kind of draw from it, you know, and kind of your perspective coaching. Um, and that has a lot to do with meeting your now wife, uh, Abby. Absolutely. Would you mind talking about that and just kind of obviously, uh, we've talked about this episode, other episodes about like the beautiful Catholic women that God puts in our life that <laughs> raises the bar, kind yeah. of like takes us to another level. Yeah, we had talked about that in the convert episode. You know, a lot of the converts come in the church because mm-hmm. they run to some beautiful Catholic woman. Yeah, y'all are both raised Catholic, but could you tell some just about your relationship and and it was interesting talking before about how that has kind of become kind of part of maturing your sense of coaching and yeah. the purpose of it. So, uh, first my, my wife definitely raised the bar for me. Uh, <laughs> she definitely makes me a, a much better person. Um, always has, 
But, uh, you know, we kind of, I tell people we went out of order in life. Um, we had our first child out of marriage. Um, we were 19, we were young and, uh, you know, it was kind of, we, we grew up in high school. We met in high school. We were best friends. Uh, we loved each other as, as friends. And then it just kind of, it snowballed. Um, and, and one day that happened and, you know, it was, it was big and, you know, all along we knew we were going to, you know, obviously keep Ann Hayden. That's her name now. Um, but, you know, we didn't rush to get married. We actually waited, I think, three, three and a half years to get married, um, which, you know, that just, at the time, we were happy. Um, ultimately, the most important thing was raising our daughter. And, uh, and you know, we just, we figured, look, we can, that can wait. Let's make sure that, that we handle this first, and then we'll move on to, you know, us. And, and it worked out. Um you know, we have a, a great life. Now we have our second daughter, too, uh, Addison. She's 16 months. So family's growing. And, and you know, it was it was a big moment for us, though. It, it definitely changed us. How would you say it changed you? I mean, you're, you say you're 19. Yeah, 19. And you have a child. Yeah. You're, you're trying to go to school. You're trying to figure out the rest of your life. But this this kind of changes the the perspective on things. Yeah. Though, that I imagine. Yeah. So the first thing was, was, I mean, you had, I had to grow up. I mean, you know, 19, you're still pretty young, but when you get something thrown at you like that, you know, it's time to, you got to start thinking like an adult, um, even though you're not one. And, you know, ultimately I think it, it opens your mind up, um, makes you less selfish. Uh, you really start kind of observing, you know, other people's feelings and now you have to look out you know for another human being and it just makes you I think more sensitive to situations and uh and you know it definitely makes you more loving and and it 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 most definitely matured me yeah so how would you say you're saying you know you're in high school and you're thinking like man I'll be a coach and just get some w's yeah let's just go beat (laughs) some people you know And then a couple of years later, you find yourself your father. Yeah. And you're thinking about, okay, trying to be a father and looking at getting married. And how would you say that kind of matured your approach to coaching or kind of your sense of what a coach is? Yeah. So I think, I think the big thing with it is it, it makes you realize, all right, look, there could be so much going on in certain kids' you know, lives. I mean, you don't know. I mean, you're coaching 50, 60 kids. You don't know what's going on in every one of their lives, but you know, it it allows you to to you know really reach out to them and have a one of my big things is having a personal relationship with them. Um, I want them to be able to talk to me about whether it's football, you know, playing time, whatever, real life, you know, issues that they have, and you know, I think that's important that that they feel like they can talk to you. Um, because they got to trust you as a coach and you know it's 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 real important so to kind of be able to be there to coach them up like in the sport you're doing or whether it's in the weight room but also um in their life yeah absolutely (laughs) and to be able to kind of draw those that's one of the awesome things about sports i kind of see sports it's kind of like a microcosm of life yeah you know it's like it's, it's kind of condensed into uh 48 minutes or whatever yeah um but so many life lessons, so many parallels into, you know, becoming mature, becoming a man, being faithful, yeah. dealing with consequences. Yeah. And you're kind of at that crossroads to be able to kind of tease some of that stuff out, it sounds like. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's, you know, and that's important. That's that's obviously, the, 
the biggest part of coaching, um, especially when you're at, you know, a school like St. Michael. Um, and it's just that that's that's the most important thing is can you help your guys, you know, guide them on the right road? I mean, obviously we can't hold their hand and and take them down, you know, this way or this way. But, you know, if you can if you can guide them on the right path, you know, more often than not, they're going to stay on the right path, you know, in life. Right. How would you say, I mean, being at St. Michael's Catholic school, you're a Catholic. How does that factor into your coaching or, or how would you say like the faith aspect gets kind of woven in into your role as a coach? Yeah. So, you know, it, it and I think we'll talk about this in a little bit, but it kind of goes my philosophy wise with football, um, with our defensive guys is, you know, I tell them three things. It's effort, uh, energy, and attitude. You know, I think that that direct, those three things directly correlate with your faith. And that's kind of what I try to get our guys to, to understand. And, and not just your faith, but, you know, football, academics, the classroom, everything. You know, we want high effort guys that are going to give us everything. We also want upbeat, energetic, you know, guys that, that are happy and want to be there. And then ultimately, you know, their attitude, you know, we want you to have a good attitude going into it. And I, th- I think if you can do those three things in football or the classroom or, you know, faith, whatever it is, I think you're, you have a strong foundation to be successful. And, and if you do fail, you can go back to that foundation and say, all right, you know, maybe I need to do something a little bit different. Right. Um, so that's kind of how I try to connect, you know, football and, and, you know, your faith and, you know. No, it's great. And it's interesting and different you know, talk about like the culture in a locker room, you know, yeah. or kind of like what, what kind of tone, you yeah. know, you, a lot of coaches, you're like, okay, we want to set the tone, yeah. get in the right frame of mind. But it's amazing the the difference that positive attitude or, yeah. or joy, or like you said, all these things, what was it again? Effort, it, effort, energy, energy attitude. attitude. Yeah. All those things, it makes a difference, you know, and so much of sports is psychology. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's spirituality. It's kind of, what frame of mind and heart are you in going into this game? Yeah. You know? Well, and, and my big thing with it too is, is, you know, and I tell our kids this, there's a lot of times where we go into a football game on Friday night and we're out athleted. I mean, they just, the other team looks better than we do, but you know what we're, what we're going to live and die by is the fact that those three things, it doesn't matter how smart you are. It doesn't matter, you know, how big you are, how fast you are. Anybody can do those three things really well. I mean, doesn't matter um and so that's just you know you try to pound that in their head and and they believe in it and you know they're doing a good job of it yeah i'm thinking it just reminded me pope francis one time and i don't i forget where it was exactly but he said as christians like we can't walk around as sour pusses no and he says we can't <laughs> we can't always be walking around like we're, we've just left a funeral yeah. you know and he goes what does that say to the rest of the world about us as people yeah. and our faith is like we believe in God who like loves us. He became a man. He like overcame death, evil, Satan, gives us eternal life. Yeah. And we walk around like with low effort, <laughs> yeah. low energy, and horrible attitudes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I think that's a challenge. Uh, you know, I'm sitting there to think as uh a parish, you know, think about like what's our energy level? Yeah. What's our effort level? Well, and, and it's it's one of those things, you know, our kids they they really start to see it. But you know, you can feel that. I mean, if you're whatever you're doing again, whether it's you know uh, athletic event or wherever you're at the parish, you know if there's bad you know energy or or you can feel that usually. I mean, and, and our kids at practice they'll see it. Like you know if they're having a good day, they'll say, "Hey, look, we're rocking and rolling. Let's keep it going." 
um, for having a bad day. You know, some of them will say, you know, we don't have any energy, guys. We're not any good right now. Right. Um, and I, th- I just think that, you know, that's how I try to live my life as well. I mean, just, you know, give effort, you know, be energetic, have a good attitude. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. What we did an interview with Brenda Christian, who's um, the PCL over at uh, St. Dominic and part of her story, she's from Montgomery and they were moving to Mobile, but she said m- visiting a couple of parishes and going to a couple and just not feeling that positive kind of welcoming yeah. spirit. Yeah. And so kind of taking a couple of tries before you land on that. Yeah. But um, an Archbishop Reddy tells the stories like asking a class when he's a younger priest, kind of what's the most important part of the church and, every, and just getting the discussion going. And he said, obviously, like the tabernacle or the altar or, you know, the the word of God. And But some kid pointing goes, I think it's those doors, the front doors. And he's like, well, why is it? And he goes, well, if they don't come through those. <laughs> That's the truth. What else? Yeah. What else are you going to do? You yeah. know, but and that got him in this good conversation of what kind of what energy and effort and attitude do we, do we exude yeah. when people come into our church, when they come into our home? So, um, I think there's a lot of cool parallels. Yeah. Got my mind churning, <laughs> uh, talking about all that. What would you say for you is, is like success as a coach? Yeah. So success is, is, you know, obviously the first thing as a coach, you know, everybody looks at your wins and losses. Um, and that's just part of the profession. That's not the most important thing. Um, but that's the first, the, the other side of it, the, the part that, that I really look at, um, is, you know, whenever, whenever, for instance, I watch the film on Friday night or Saturday morning after a game, you know, do you look out there, do you see your guys giving everything that, that they can, you know, are they giving effort? Are they lining up right? Um, so that's kind of the second part. And then the third part is, you know, are your guys on the right path, kind of like we talked about earlier. You know, you can you can put your hand on the back and, and help them down the path. Obviously, we can't control where they go. But, you know, if we can keep them on the right road, you know, I think that is success. Um, so it's kind of a three-part answer. Um, but I, I think it's really important for us to be successful as coaches to help them down the right path. Yeah, and I think that's all the more poignant. You talk about your own experience of, okay, I'm in high school, and then a couple of years later, your father. And, yeah. But I would imagine that kind of keeps that present in your mind of like, these is the next Absolutely. generation of husbands, yeah. fathers, leaders uh, in our parishes. And you're, you're part of that formation. You yeah. Know, it's like, yeah, being a good football player, being a good baseball player, but helping them down, like you said, this right path of, um, and everything they do, yeah. being able to bring, Use the gifts that they have yeah. to bring their best effort, bring that energy, bring that good attitude, and you know, bring about – those are some components that are going to help bring renewal to their personal life, but their families, their parishes, their, their – Yeah, absolutely. So that's cool. Would you say there's a certain um, scripture passage uh, that you turn to or that's been helpful to you as a coach? There's nothing There's nothing in, in particular. Um you know, another thing that I kind of tell our guys is, is, and this kind of goes back to, to my situation of, of having a child and everything, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, a way to, to kind of look at it is I always tell our guys, can you, are you a good person? You know, do you feel like you, you know, help people with little things or, or big things or do you do everything that you can do 
to to be a positive impact on somebody's day i mean do you do you hold the door open for for an old lady whatever it is um so that's kind of how i you know kind of look at it no it's good i know like saint ignatius of loyola he's big on the daily examine yeah and just taking some time at the end of every day to kind of evaluate yeah and I think it's very much kind of like a coaching yeah, mentality. Yeah, I mean, because he says every day, just take that time and review what are what are moments in your day in which you took steps away from the Lord, and what are those moments that you were good and that you took those steps closer to Him. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like watching game film. Yeah, you know? it is. Like, it is really. It's like taking that time each day to like watch the game film and. You know, we spend so much time in sports, like kind of evaluating our yep. performance and, you know, how did we do? Did I have the effort? Did I follow my assignments? Um, but to bring that same mentality to like our Christian life, yeah, um, it's it's a very helpful parallel, I yeah. think. And it's good to have someone like you in the life of young people. Just remind them, like, take some time to evaluate. Yeah. What path you gone down? Are you doing things right? Are you being, you know, good? Absolutely. So that's, um, that's cool. Um, well, man, it's great having you here. I appreciate you taking time to just share, um, some of your own story. Yeah. And it's great, uh, just to think about at all of our Catholic schools, like the different people the Lord has brought to kind of journey with their young people. Um, it's neat too, to think about, um, remind me the name of your coach who's teaching at McGill. Uh, coach Chancery. Coach yep. Chancery. So if you're out there, this is one of your products. <laughs> he made it. And, but that's, I think that formation too is cool to see. It's yeah. like he made that impact on you and, and something about that experience and, you know, kind of helped you find that calling uh, to coach. Yeah. And to kind of think about, okay, this is like how the faith is passed on. This is how kind of people are mentored. So I think that's a cool from, from McGill to St. Michael's. There's kind of this network of uh, kind of mentoring and faith that's that's absolutely being passed on. So. Oh yeah. Well, um, did you bring your soil? I did. I did. Okay. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you what you picked. All right. So I did. Uh, I did three different places actually. I did. Okay. I did one from my backyard. Okay. One from Christ the King, and then I did one from our practice field at St. Michael. Um, and I did those three because. My first, my home, obviously, just, you know, my family's there. That's where we live. Um, want everybody to stay safe. I did Christ the King because that's where all of our children are going to go to school. Um, and my wife actually works there. And then I did St. Michael because eventually our children will go there. And, uh, and I, you know, I work there and I feel like I have a big impact on kids there. That's awesome, man. So. Well, those are three good choices. Very um, emblematic of your life for sure. We'll be honored to add this to our, our growing collection behind you of uh, soil from across the diocese. There we go. You can tell this is close to um, <laughs> the water because of the sand yeah. content. <laughs> so, yeah, just screw that on there. All right. And we'll have you sign it so we remember whose soil this is. And then we'll close uh, with just a blessing over you and your soil. Awesome. Yeah. Very good. All right, you hold on to this. All right. And we're just going to close uh, saying a prayer over you. Awesome. Appreciate you being here. Thank you. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we love you, and thank you for Simon. Thank you for his life, for his faith, and this call you put on his heart to coach. Thank you for his fatherhood, for his two beautiful daughters and his, and his beautiful wife, and uh, the family that you have given him. Thank you for the family you've given him at Christ the King, at St. Michael's, and in this diocese. We ask your blessing upon him 
upon the soil that he holds, upon this, this place that you have brought him to, to help minister to our young people. We ask that you fortify him in his coaching, give him the wisdom, give him the energy, the effort, the attitude that he needs to display the very effort, the energy, and the attitude of Jesus himself to model it for these kids as they grow. We place Simon, his family, the places of his ministry in your hands, Lord, through the intercession of our blessed mother, as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. And through her intercession, may God bless you and your soil, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless y'all and look forward to see you back here on Native Soil.